This podcast is produced by Coaching Life Matters, a nonprofit educational organization that exists to help people understand their core story and find freedom for their future. Connect with us at coachinglifematters.com. This week, I had the opportunity to pick up two of my grandchildren from school, Isaac, who is starting third grade, and Maya, who's starting ninth grade. Fortunately, both Isaac and Maya have the opportunity to attend great schools. Isaac lives within walking distance of his neighborhood school, and Maya loves learning so much that during last year's academic calendar, she wrote a book on the origins of the English language for a school project. When Charlotte and I attended her delightful, engaging, and scholarly presentation for a school project, we felt like such proud grandparents. Well, I could share with you many special moments that we've experienced with each of our 12 grandchildren. But this week, both Isaac and Maya stand in sharp contrast to my elementary and middle school experience. While Isaac has the opportunity to walk safely to his neighborhood school, I can remember getting off the school bus in Bartlett, Tennessee, and walking through the front door of my home to find my mother sitting on a couch with a man who was not my father, drinking wine. In that moment, I remember feeling sick and running outside to climb a tree to escape the nauseous feeling I had from within. When I was 14, I remember coming home from school to a young and insecure stepmother who was jealous of her stepchildren and handled her insecurity with hostility and rage. Needless to say, home was not a safe place, as both alcohol and anger permeated the atmosphere of my childhood. Alcohol and anger were what both my mother and my stepmother used to medicate their pain and suffering. However, amidst this toxic atmosphere, I was able to find great hope in response to the traumas and heartbreak I felt. For example, as a second grader, I experienced great hope one day at school when I was able to watch Dumbo the Flying Elephant in a large auditorium with the first and third graders. I remember the lights dimming in the auditorium and feeling immediately connected to the character of Dumbo, the loneliness and rejection Dumbo experienced gave language to what was happening in my fragile soul. I also identified with Dumbo on another level as I felt dumb in school. Dumbo was like a bright, shining light to me, an image I could cling to that lifted me out of the trauma I experienced at home, a trauma that caused me to dissociate from the abandonment and shock I felt. Simply, Dad was always at work. Mom was not present, which left my brothers and sisters and myself drowning in chaos and relational darkness. Dumbo was the only light I could remember. As I grew up and became a teenager, I came to experience hope through my friends at school, friends who were always glad to see me, as opposed to the hostility and rejection I was met with at home. I also experienced hope through sports and learning good eye-hand coordination on the playground with neighbors who helped raise me, and movies 
The movies of the 50s really inspired me. Every Saturday, I can remember watching a double feature movie with a cartoon at intermission. And music, too. Songs like I Believe by Frankie Lane inspired me. Goes like this. I believe for every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows. I was always singing and identifying with the heroes who were portrayed on the screen and in the songs. One particular hero I identified with was Audie Murphy. He played himself as a Medal of Honor soldier of World War II who fought and lived in this movie to hell and back. I always identified with the hero, the one who got the girl and rode away at the end with everyone saying what a great person he was. It was vicarious heroes like these that gave me great hope that I would someday escape from the relational hell I was experiencing. It was also during these moments of hope when I determined that I would never do to my children what was being done to me. Hope was born in a child. And when I see my four daughters and 12 grandchildren today, I see that hope becoming a reality. I see how love found me in spite of my parents who were unable to give what they did not have. Love pursued me, and love is pursuing you. Look around and seek what is here now. Set your heart, mind, and soul on the great hope that is born in the darkness. As I've journeyed my way out of the darkness, I've been able to find language for the pain I experienced. I found this language in a book called Psalms, and a thought that says, I will place the lonely in families. This language and supernatural promise is what gave me vision and a hope for the future. Hope for the future. Friends. And so I would say, seek what is true and real. You will find that you are loved. All the best. This is Terry Sanford Smith, coaching because your life matters. You've been listening to Your Life Matters, a podcast produced by Coaching Life Matters. Stay connected at coachinglifematters.com. Thank you.